0: Over and over, people would open the doors and say, come on in and help. And then when they learn what I did, I'd love to share what you do as well as your free value. And that got me tens of thousands of dollars in clients in just a few weeks.
1: It can seem like celebrity entrepreneurs won the jackpot, but there's more to this story. Behind the blockbuster coaching programs, offers, and live events are stories of careful development, fixed mistakes, and strategy. On this season of the Coach Pony Podcast, I'm sitting down with successful business owners to ask them, how do you build that? I'll talk to a wide range of coaches and leaders, digging into how it all started, what they learned, and what you should know if you want to play a similar game. And with that, let's get down to business.
0: Today, our guest is Jason Garcia. Jason founded Swift Sites, an all-in-one, done-for-you website builder that grows your coaching business on autopilot. We'll dive into how he built such a niche service business and why niching helped him hit seven figures. Jason, you're the next guest on the Coach Pony Podcast. Come on down.
1: Hello Jason and welcome to the Coach Pony podcast. I'm so excited you're here today because we're talking about your awesome seven-figure business on building websites for coaches. And the reason that I love it, besides, I mean there's many reasons why I love your business just to be clear, but the reason I really want to talk today is because you niched. You decided to focus just on coaches and your business has really exploded in the years that you've been running it. So I want to dive right into the interview. And I want you to tell me about how you built Swift Sites, starting with when did you get the idea for Swift Sites?
0: I'll do a quick where it all began and then bring us up to the future. It started 21 years ago when... My dad was a marketing consultant, and so I grew up with marketing. I I was reading Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins when I was like 12 years old. I was that weird kid who, like, I loved all of it, um, Jim Rohn and Earl Nightingale. and um, So I grew up with business in my blood, went to school, got a marketing degree. And then when I graduated, my dad had a website, my stepmom had a website, my two brothers had websites. And so I felt like, this is just what you do in this family, I guess. And so I chose uh, motivation as my... Uh, focus because I loved Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, all that. And so I launched motivation123.com, which that domain name, those domain names don't exist anymore. I was lucky I did it a long time ago, because I got a great domain name. And then uh, because it was early days of the internet, it wasn't impossible to get number one ranking for certain keywords. So I actually took about a year and a half of focus, but I got to be the number one ranked motivation website in the world. And so that business just blew up and everything was great made a million dollars with that business i did i wrote books created courses did coaching all of it um and then i got the call which sadly more and more people i feel like are getting that call from their doctor that says um unfortunately your scans came back uh and you have cancer and so within a week my our entire life is just flipped upside down Uh, a four-month-old daughter married a little over a year we just bought a new house it was like supposed to be like this fairy tale and then I have cancer and so within just a few days I'm laying on a table getting radiation treatments I'm going through chemo and I had to walk away from the business from motivation one two three it was hard to be focused on growing a business when I didn't know am I even going to be here in six months I just didn't. you don't know so I walked away from it what didn't walk away were the medical bills so they uh <laughs> they knew exactly where to go, which was uh, yeah our address. And quickly, um, our money was gone, even with insurance. So anyone who tells you like, oh, don't you have insurance? Oh boy, um, insurance does not cover everything. And when I wasn't working, and so bringing in zero dollars a month, and we had to think about selling our house. So from like the joys of running this amazing business and this new family, and it was so exciting too. We might have to sell our house, and what are we going to do? And then just randomly. Bill Simmons, a coach from North Carolina, emailed me and said, do you build websites? And I never had built websites for other people. It was just my, like, it was my secret power. Like, my friends knew, like, oh, yeah, Jason can build websites. But I didn't do it for other people. But in that case, like, family, medical bills, I said what any dad would say. I said, oh, of course we build websites. (laughs) And that's where it started. So Bill reached out, and he had seen a website I built for myself, and so At that point, I dove into the coaching website because what a lot of coaches probably, if they don't know yet, they'll learn is that, and this is all about the niching, right? A coaching website is different. You can't have just the standard template you throw up online because coaches need certain things done certain ways. And that's what I started to learn when I worked with Bill. I dove in deep and I studied every coach I could find learning what pages did they use? What were their connections between the pages? How were they laid out? Um, What were their funnels? What was their email marketing? How did they get people to the site? I I tried to learn everything because it was like life and death kind of for me. I had to succeed and help pay our bills or else. So I built that site. I handed it off and he loved it. And he said, this is going to help me help so many more people. And that was my light bulb moment. Because what I realized was with motivation one, two, three, I kind of felt like I'm the superstar. Like I write the books. I'm the face on the website. It's me, me, me. And what I realized was I could be the background player who is a springboard to coaches. So you have this issue. How do you deal with this whole monster of a website? Because it's standing in between you and all the people you want to help. It's like this brick wall. And so if I could knock that wall down for you and make it a springboard into a bigger career, that that just brought me back. So when cancer hit, I felt like, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. And when that happened, I came back and I realized this is my new mission. I'm going to solve this problem for coaches because for me, it's not about pixels, right? It's not about the tech. It's not about that at all. It's about helping human beings share their message and their mission to the world without the stress, without the overwhelm, without the confusion, without the frustration, without the doubt. And just wipe that all away and say, don't worry, we got your back. We're going to do a great job for you. And you can focus on what you do um, best. And so that was where Swift first started. That was rough in the beginning. It was more of like every other designer. So I just designed websites. But what I learned was the more I narrowed, the more I narrowed, the bigger my business got, which is the reverse of what a lot of new coaches feel, right? They feel like the tighter I make that net, the, the less fewer fish that are going to swim in, but that's not exactly, that's, that's the opposite of how it works.
1: Amen. Again, I, I said that to him, the last person I interviewed, but I have to say it here too. Like, oh my gosh, niching is the, is the path to better traction in your business, to be seen as a credible expert, to helping the people you most want to help, to freedom and creativity as well, because you finally figure out how you can solve the problem. And it's just, it's so many things. So I'm so glad you said that. Awesome.
0: Okay. I have to go back for a second because you might not know this. I don't know if you do, but- you were with me when I was going through the worst of it. You were like at the bottom point when cancer showed up and you and Jennifer Trask, so a coach from Canada, you too brought me back. So I don't I don't want to skip over that because I kind of just zoomed through my story, but you were the person that got me up to hope again. You were the person that I realized there is a need for this and that I can do this and I have a second purpose. And so I remember like it was yesterday, upstairs in what is now Penny's room, uh, our second daughter. I remember pacing back and forth, talking to you on the phone and thinking, this was a gift. This right here, what's happening is my second chance. So I, I'll get super emotional. I'm already getting emotional, but you, you were so fundamental in turning my life around, you probably don't even know it, but you pl- you were the springboard for me that brought me back and brought me to wanting to do this. Anyway, I'm gonna start crying if we talk anymore about it. But...
1: <laughs> well, I didn't know that, and thank you for.
0: Um, but so yes, um, so the thing I love, Alex Hermosi explains it. I think it's Alex who who says when you cast your net wide, you make for big holes in the net, and everything swims through it. Mm, love that, right? I love that because that visually, like, yep, and that's what happens. The tighter my net was my fish, they were in. And so as I started niching tighter and tighter and tighter, the business just exploded because of everything you said. It changes everything. And I know, cause I talk with tons of coaches every week and they want to, I want to be a life coach and a relationship coach and I help people with their jobs. And I also, and it's like, there's just no way, there's no way people want specialists. They want solutions. They don't want jack of all trades. And the thing that you tell them, I know you do, is that you can incorporate all different things in your coaching, but the message that you have to bring to the market, you cannot be an I do everything for everyone because then you're nothing and you're just noise. Um, So I could not agree with you more that the reason Swift exploded more than anything is because I chose a specific niche to deliver my product to.
1: So what did you do next to build your business? There's coaches out there. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Swift because you do something extremely cool with it that other people don't. What did you do to start to grow? Because there's coaches out there who want to have sort of a service and product-based business and website design is in some ways that. So tell me, what was the next step?
0: So Bill, it was a good experience. And then I realized, okay, there could be something here. My skill set because before my skill set was motivation, like I I was the motivation guy, I had like books and all that jazz, right. But then I realized I have another skill set I didn't even realize, which was I can make websites that get people to do things. Um, Motivation 123, I got 29,000 customers and clients through that. And so I realized there's a whole new skill set here I never tapped into. And that's when I reached out. My My strategy in the beginning was I don't want to go one-to-one. I don't want to try to make relationships one-to-one, even though that works and, and it's a strategy you can use. But what I realized was I want to go to stadiums of my people. So I reached out to you, Jennifer Trask, um, and a dozen other people who worked with coaches. And so that was my idea. I want to go to where my people already live and put my offer and value in front of them. And so I went to you guys. You were gracious enough to say, this sounds great. I want to welcome you into my world. And so that was my first strategy of how I got my next client. And then the next and next was going to people who already had my people sharing value. It didn't, it wasn't just, you know, like we get these template letters.
1: You did something very specific with me because I remember how we started to get connected, which is I had a free Facebook group for coaches and you joined it. And you were just very like, you You didn't sell anything. You were just showing up, offering value, offering value, offering value, being a part of the conversation. And I got to know you, you caught my at- attention. I got to know you that way. So we s- somehow started to connect, like not in a Facebook group. I already know who you were and I already trusted you because yep. you had been showing up in a very specific way. And I also want to add, you knew to come to my group because you niched to your point earlier, right? That was how you're able to find where your clients were because you knew who you wanted to
0: serve. That's exactly right. Because I have friends who are um, designers and ask them, where is your market? And they're like, I don't know the world. Well, what do you do with (laughs) that? Right? Like you can't, you just can't do that. But me, I knew the top podcasts. I knew the top blogs, Facebook groups, the top mentors, the top books. That's where your people live in these, um, they live in these stadiums. But if the world is your stadium, it's nothing you can't, there's not even a starting point there, right? If you're a website designer and your market is everyone on earth, you're not going to get clients. Where do you look? What do you do? What language do you use? Like I speak coach, you speak coach, people listen to us. But if I spoke design, that wouldn't work because people ignore that. And you're right. I did. That's important too. I just, I think with people like you and me, we always think value first. So it's obvious, but you're right. You've got to go to these places leading with value. I, I didn't even mention that I was had a service to sell because that's not, you didn't earn that yet, right? Like your Facebook group was your family. I can't just knock on your door and say, hey, everyone, come buy my stuff. So yeah, I just treat, treated you with the respect you deserved and wanted to give back as much as I could. Uh, and that's how those do- doors opened. Over and over, people would open the doors and say, come on in and help. And then when they learn what I did, I'd love to share what you do as well as your free value. And that got me, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars in clients in just a few weeks.
1: Tell me, where did you spend the most effort in the beginning? And I'm focusing on the beginning more so than today, because I know most of the coaches listening are closer to the beginning of their journey. Mm-hmm. So where to build up Swift Sites and to start attracting clients and to get all these coaches, what, what took most of your time and effort
0: first? To be honest with you, just like, as I think about it, it was probably confidence and mindset. It was internal stuff, which is funny because I'm the the person who, when I was younger, just give me the tactics. Just give me the strategies. I don't care about mindset. I don't care about that stuff. Like I was into motivation, but more of like action. Let's take action. What I realized was (laughs) if it's not right inside, it does not matter what tactics someone teaches you. I was just listening to Stacy Bayman, who, who runs a coaching uh, program, and she was saying, it's who, not the how. You have to become the who before you can worry about the how, because the how is not going to make sense to you if you don't have the inner game. So for me, right in the beginning, it was believing. And you even, I remember we had conversations about my pricing, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm scared. And you were like, dude, <laughs> you are <laughs> not charging enough. You're worth so much more. So I had to work on the inner game of like, I've got something valuable here. I I know it can make a difference. I had to get that in place before the strategies even made sense to me or, or I could learn all the tactics. They didn't do anything if I was in my head so lacking the confidence to go out there. And I think for coaches, that's a huge issue. And I think there's a lot of reasons to it. Part of it is the whole certification process, right? There's no governing body, which means anyone can be a coach, which means they can't point always to a diploma and say, see? I I have proof that I am this thing, even though just getting a diploma doesn't know, there's no difference, right? Like pointing to my marketing degree, that doesn't mean I know how to market. But for coaches, there's not a lot of that foundation where they can point to something external and say, this proves that I am good at what I do. It's all inside. They have to convince themselves, self-coaching that uh, to get them there. And so I think that's what I went through in the beginning, less tactical, but more mindset that I've got value to share it's something that I should put out there. Once I got over that, then I could start putting in more of the tactical work. Um, but definitely my brain needed help at first.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of coaches, get, we get the training and then we immediately don't apply it to ourselves as we get into our businesses as coaches, right? And we immediately let the procrastination and the overwhelm and the fear of putting ourselves out there, which leads to the procrastination, um, <laughs> like overtake us and sink us immediately. And um, we should know better as coaches. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's so important. We did the inner game and then you were, you were out there, you were befriending, you were going to where your audience was, you're befriending other coaches with audiences, you're being of service, working on yourself. What's the next thing that
0: sort of took the most effort for you? So the next thing was putting together a my like signature talk. Hmm. And so that's what I focused first. Once I had the earlier steps in place, then I realized, okay, if I want to go to these people, I don't just want to show up and say, Hey, I can help you because someone like you, you are busy. You're running a successful company. It's not your job to figure out how I can be of service to you, right? Cause that, that takes time up that that there's only so much bandwidth. So what I did was I learned what coaches needed. Where were they struggling when it came to the website? Things like, the basics of colors fonts like what do I do there? layouts all the way down to more effect more tactical like what pages do I need and how does this whole website actually help me get clients what is that world how does that work once I learned about what you guys needed I put together a slide presentation it was my signature talk that I said I can come to your audience and here's what I can share design basics, design fundamentals, um, marketing basics, funnels, everything that lives in the world of websites, I would be happy to share this presentation with your people. No expectations of anything in return. It wasn't as long as you give me X, Y, Z. It was just, I have this, I can share it with your people. Is that helpful? And so that's the next place where I focus, putting together a signature talk and then offering it to people like you if you would want me to share it with your people. Probably the first few hundred thousand in business was going to people like you who had audiences and then treating you with respect, bringing value first and presenting my signature talk to your audience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it so much. Jason actually teaches a module in our World business program. So (laughs) one of the lessons, that's how much I like the signature talk you guys. What do you think you spent in the first year or two on your business to build it up? How much money? If you I mean you, you might not know off the top of your head, but just a ballpark guess.
0: When I first launched, I was earning $800 a month. That's what I So this was the first year after cancer where I was still like ground zero. And I think that's how much I made. That's So when you hear like these rags to riches are like, I started with this much money. And you're always like, really? For me, <laughs> I remember looking at my QuickBooks account and it was like $760 I had to my name. Um, I really kept costs low. Now, I don't want to go against what you're going to say next because I'm trying to think I don't want to give bad advice. But early on, I was very much in the do everything myself. Don't pay, don't spend money on anything mindset. And what I realized today is that was backwards. I, I was scared to spend a dollar because I felt like I'm losing it. I just did not have the investment mindset at all. I was all expense mindset. So I ran my entire business for $220 a month. And that was everything. I'm an open book with you and with your audience. I can tell you, I grew up on welfare, single mom, um, three kids. So for us, I mean, power turned off macaroni and cheese every night for dinner. For me, I had so much tied up in the money mindset of it's all going to disappear. And so, I was terrified of spending money in the in the past and it kept me at a certain level forever. And you hear about that, you hear the gurus talk about it and if you're not there yet, you're like, yeah, 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 you that's what everyone says. Now that I'm on the other side, I realize because I never invested in myself, And I thought it was like a badge of honor. Like, look how little I spend on my business. People who were successful would just kind of laugh like, you just don't get it yet because that's not something you should brag about. But (laughs) that's what I did. I thought, I thought, ha, 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 you guys are spending so much money. I'm getting by on hundreds. Well, what I didn't realize was my ceiling was so low for growth because of that, because I just would not spend money on anything. I thought I'm going to do it all myself. I'm going to try to get it down to zero, not realizing it was sabotaging all of my business growth. Once I finally got through that, that's really when things opened up. But to answer this is a very long answer. Uh, but yeah, 200, I think it was $225 a month was when my business was up and running and I was getting clients. That's what I, I that's what I like successfully got my number down to. So silly. It's
1: okay. I think we're all there. And I, I want to add a nuance to what you said. I, as coaches, we expect others to invest in us. To coach them to reach their goals so we have to be in integrity with being willing to invest in ourselves to build our businesses however as a new coach there's two areas only that I think you should really invest one is in your business training because being an entrepreneur is not being a coach and so you need to learn the skill set and if you don't you're unlikely to make it and that's harsh but true and the other is probably in your website and the reason I say that is because that's a technical skill that's unrelated to coaching completely It's something that's easy to find a solution for, and it's so much time and effort to do it yourself, and you're almost certainly not going to get a professional-looking result. And a professional-looking website makes you look so much more powerful as a coach on the web and adds instant credibility. Everything else in the very beginning, your business training on your website, I think there's a lot you should learn on your own. Um, And before you invest, because you need to understand your marketing voice, you need to understand your writing voice, you shouldn't be hiring a copywriter day one, you shouldn't be hiring, you know, marketing help or marketing social media person day one, there's a lot you need to do. So you understand how it's done, you build your voice. And then once you understand that you can then outsource it as your business picks up. So yeah, you always are going to need to invest at some point, you know, money and time. But for new coaches, I want to stress, you don't have to invest in everything right off the bat. But don't, don't miss your business training. And then the website is the next good place to spend some money. And there's a lot of money. You can spend a lot or a little on the website to help. You know, there's a range, but it's definitely not necessarily time well spent to spend many, many, many hours and have it stop you to not get a good website out there.
0: I'm glad you said, because I agree with you 100%. My investments were in my education and my skills to be better at what I did. You're so right, because it's the whole. A mechanic who then runs an auto shop. Well, those are completely different universes of abilities. And what coaches don't realize is, oh, I have to be an entrepreneur to be able to run a coaching business. So you're completely right. Um, and I've done, I think, 800 um, sales calls with coaches about their websites. I can tell you, not once has a coach said, I built it myself. It looks amazing. And I get tons of clients from it. <laughs> Right. That just, that does not happen. And so if you work with the right people, it's about return on investment. I, I couldn't agree with you more. There's are certain areas you should invest in. One is income generating, right? The website should generate income for you. It should help you grow that business as opposed to when you're just hiring everything out because you think, I don't want to do any of it. That's not good. You want to invest in the right places. Um, but yeah, I've, I talk with a lot of coaches and the DIYers. It, it, <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Maybe it will, but it's just a different world of what you need to do and a skill set that most coaches don't know.
1: And don't need. We don't need that skill set in the you same don't way need, that we, that's it. we need a marketing skill set. We need a writing skill set. Usually we need you know some of these basic business skill sets, but yeah, you can hire that stuff. And
0: and yeah. what I found a lot of times, it breaks my heart because I meet coaches and they say, I wanted to be a coach for two years. And it was the website that I still haven't started. <sighs> And I hear it over and over and over again. And it's just, think of all the people that could have been helped if they just would have had someone help them. It's why I do what I do to try and solve this problem. But man, when I know that these amazing coaches are not out there doing what they want to do because of this tech roadblock, it breaks your heart because there's just so many people who need their help. Like you've you've got to get out there. And one of the things is, yeah, the tech that stops them, but it doesn't have to. It does not have to stop you. It doesn't have to hold you back.
1: Now, Swiss Sites has really grown. And one of the cool things is you've done something different. You've productized it. So it's not just you designing things from scratch. You've built this whole app and infrastructure to make it easier for you to design and for coaches to choose and for it to also be reasonably priced so people aren't paying $15,000 for a custom website, which is a little bit, too, I'm going to be honest, I think that's too expensive for a new coach. You know, your yeah. first website doesn't need to be a $15,000 custom website, it just needs to look good and get the job done. That's really allowed you to grow and serve more coaches. If we go back, you know, you started years ago. Today, you're going to be a million dollar business and, you know, 12 month and like a trailing 12 situation. So what would you do differently if you were starting today, knowing what you know now?
0: The scale, that is everything. Because in the beginning, I did custom from scratch websites because I thought that's what the market wanted. Coaches would come to me and what they wanted was a work of art. Mm. I want something that has never been seen before. It's never been done before. And I was like, let's do it. And these projects would take months. It would be tension constantly back and forth between what they want, what I know that they should have. And I could do three clients maybe every few months. So I was so limited in my business. What I realized in the end was I should not be building what these people want. I should be building what they need. Because if I listen to the client tell me how to build a website and then it fails, that that was my fault. That was not the client's fault because they didn't know. They were following my lead and I let them take the lead. And after a few, I'd say maybe a year and a half of that, I realized I need a new business model. No more works of art. What they need is a proven structure in a website that converts so they can get clients. Then they can afford to buy all the works of art they want down the road. But if I build them a pretty website that just sits there and does nothing, it's like every other person who complains about websites. I paid this person thousands of dollars. It never did a single thing for me. Websites don't work. And I wanted to say enough of that, websites do work if you do it right. And so I'm gonna remodel my entire business. If I started today, I would find out the perfect structure of what a coach actually needs. Here are the pages, here are the layouts, here are the funnels, and then put it together into a system that they can go through step by step by step. And on the other end, they have a beautiful website that is built to work. Because I did that, we can now handle 30 to 40 clients a month as opposed to three every three months. And the websites are better. It's that Picasso story that I had to remind myself of when someone at a bar comes up to him and he draws them a picture and then he says, uh, they say, how much is that? And he says, it's $5,000. And they say, but it took you 10 seconds to write it. And he says, ah, it took me 10 seconds to draw. It took me my entire life to learn how to do it. That's what I realized, that just because we're faster and more efficient doesn't mean it's worth any less. We're just better. And I think a lot of designers feel like it has to be from scratch, this thing, because I have to put so many hours into it or else it's not worth anything. And that's not it at all, right? It's if I can get it done in five seconds, but it works, it's worth the penny, like every penny you pay.
1: And as coaches, we don't necessarily want a website six months from now we would like one maybe a little bit faster
0: exactly
1: <laughs> and I love I love that you brought up systems and that's that's why I really wanted to highlight this about your business because as coaches systems is what business is about your website is one system you, the way that you coach is actually a system mm-hmm. that we talk about in build a real business that can generate results and make your life easier and get your clients to a better result more quickly which is what they also want and so like this conversation on systems should be a much bigger one and I want folks who are interested you know come on over to coach pony we talk about systems a lot over there, and especially around the coaching system, which is what essentially Jason did. He built his version of a system for his clients to deliver the best product the most efficiently. That's what we as coaches can do as well. And now I want us to, in keeping with our game show theme, we want to close out with a fun game. This game, as always, is brought to us by two things, both chocolate and awesome. So the chocolate today is new house chocolate which is belgian chocolate it's my favorite chocolate in the world, I think, and that's machine-made, that's not handmade. Um, and you can get it in the United States online or at Union Station in Washington, D.C., if you happen to be on the East Coast. <laughs> if you happen to be on the West Coast, you're out of luck. Um, and it's just so good, the chocolate truffles of Newhouse. Anyway, just if you have a chance, have some. And the awesome is our program, Build a Real Business. So if you need help building your coaching business and want amazing training, support, and community so that you land happy paying clients, come over to coachpony.com forward slash B-A-R-B dash invite. That's Barb dash invite. So we're going to play higher or lower. I'm going to ask you a few things about Swift Sites. And for those who are listening, feel free to guess along with me. I'm going to ask Jason some questions and then I'm going to make a wildly erratic guess about what I think the answer is. And he'll tell me if it's higher or lower. Question one, the first price on Swift Sites for a website was... I'm going to guess $2,500 higher or lower.
0: (laughs) Much lower. (laughs) Much, much lower. What was it? So my first price, I think when I first launched, it was $500. (gasps) I, I didn't stay there long. And I did have, like I told you, mindset stuff and you yelled at me. But yeah, I do think when I first, first started, that's what I started at. I've learned so much now about pricing and why back then I would build your whole website for you. So sorry, anyone who's listening, you didn't get me in the past.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, what you offer now is, is so even so much better, right? So much more complete. Even oh, than yeah, yeah, yeah. In your first two years in business, um, the number of websites you completed and delivered. Hang on, let me do some quick math. Wait, wait. 25. 20, 20.
0: I bet it was, yeah, I'm going to say I bet it was just slightly lower, probably right around 20. Okay. Um,
1: Yay! I wasn't yeah. that far off. <laughs> awesome. No, not
0: far off at all.
1: And now you do double that per month. Is that right?
0: Oh, yeah. There. I mean, we've worked in this current iteration of um, Swift Science. We've had 225 coaches go through our process in just the last um, two years, two and a half years. Um, so yeah, it it has changed so much since back then.
1: The power of systems.
0: It was, it's everything. Systems. Yeah. yeah like just like Christy, I, my dad's business was called Effective Business Systems. From birth, I was taught systems for everything, and so systems is the key. I couldn't do what I do today without all the systems I use. Systems are. Yeah. I, we could talk forever on systems.
1: Final question. So you are a person who creates websites. So the number of times you've updated your website over the last, let's uh, since inception, I don't know. I'm going to say 20, higher or lower?
0: Much lower, (sighs) probably five.
1: Wow.
0: Reason being people who get new websites and me when I was younger, we loved to tinker. For me, this isn't for everyone, but it is true of a lot of coaches and a lot of people. I used to think I tinkered because I wanted things just right. What I realized was I tinkered because I was afraid. I was scared to death of putting myself out there, meeting people, having conversations, doing sales calls. So I told myself, no, 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 Jason, you don't have time to do all that because we've got to make sure the shade of blue is just right. And we have to make sure that this pixel is moved over just a little to the left. That's what we should be doing. I realize now it was all fear. I was just scared to put myself out there. And what a great excuse to say, I'm just working on my website. I'll be ready soon. But right now I just got to work on my website. And so I find a lot of coaches do that too, where, oh, I know I have to get out there and I have to meet people and I have to make offers. But right now I've really got to work on my about page. So I learned, I did it in the beginning, I tinkered. But then when I when I got it, I just, the website works, leave it alone, next, that's finally I got my brain on straight about that. But I had a lot of fear when I was younger about doing this. And once my, I've, I got past that, I realized don't tinker.
1: So I want to ask you to tell us and anyone interested how to find you. I know there's coaches out there that need website help. How can they find you if they're interested in learning more?
0: So you go to swiftsites.com with a Y like Lyft so swyftsite And at that website, you can learn everything you need to know, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. And there's a big old button where you can then book a call with me directly. So you would talk to me and we would talk all about what kind of coach you are, the coaching goals you have, the kind of business you want to build, and if what we do works for you. And if so, how we can do it all for you. Um, so everything is at SwiftSites.com to get all the information. And then if you'd like to reach out and book a call.
1: I love that. So swiftsites.com, everyone, and it's a very painless process because Jason knows what he's doing. So <laughs> done for you solutions to take the pain away from your website. I highly encourage everyone to go. Jason, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your story of how you went from $800 to a million dollar business. I love it.
0: Thank you. Oh, thank you. so. I- You mean the world to me. So anytime that we can talk, I am in. And thank you so much for everything you've done for me and for everyone out there. Because I'll just quickly mention that when I first started in this world, I didn't realize how how massive the problem was of coaches who didn't know how to run a real business. I didn't realize the industry has this issue of great coaches who have no idea how to get clients or run a business. And then when I met you, I realized, oh, these people are all missing this. There's a gap in almost every coach that I meet and it is what Barb does. It fills in the gap with, this is how you actually grow business, which it's not something people talk about enough and they don't talk about it all the time. They're just talking about coach, coach, coach. But what we hear is how many coaches go out of business and it's because they don't know that aspect of it. And you, I've been through your program. That is the place to go. That is how you fill the gap. That's how you become an entrepreneur who coaches i've seen them all right i part of my job is to know what's out there and barb is just next level for what people actually need not all the shiny objects not everything that sounds good but what they actually need to grow business there's no better place to get it than you
1: as always thanks for listening i appreciate you if you like this episode don't forget to subscribe and share it with another coach and if you need more practical business help for the love of chocolate, please go to coachpony.com and sign up for a free guide and business training designed to help you get paying clients. We'll see you over at www.coachpony.com.